What would you say about Cavani coming in and doing a job for a few years? Absolutely not. Hello and welcome to another Late Night Reds podcast um, with myself, Dyson. We have on the podcast with me today, we have Tom, Jan and also the return of the John. How's it going, lads? Good, mate. Good. 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 Happy to be back. Happy to be back. Return. Lovely. Right, so we're going to discuss the Brighton result in the Carabao Cup. We won 3-0 at the Amex Stadium. A different game to the um, one that we had uh, on Saturday against them. Um, So I'll come to you, Tom. What do you think about the performance yesterday? I think, yeah, it was an interesting one, wasn't it? I think, to be honest with you, when I saw the starting lineup, I was actually pleasantly surprised, mate. I think when you look at, like, we had Henderson, Dallow, Lindelof, Bayer, Williams, and when you look at that, you feel like it's quite actually quite a really strong back five, isn't it, to be honest? Yeah. Then you then start looking at the midfield, and you've got Pastor Fred, obviously. You've got McSauce, Donny from Amsterdam. And, uh, yeah, you're starting to get, like, the basis of a really, like, strong second team, in my opinion. And it definitely was always going to be enough to beat Brighton, in my opinion. But, yeah, that, that's that bit. So, obviously, from midfield to defence, the goalkeeper, you're comfortable. But then when I saw, started to see the three forwards, fair play, Matt had a good game, didn't he? And we'll talk about that later on. But Dan James, Igalo, they were useless. Absolutely terrible. Um, I think the first half, was just really poor, wasn't it? There was just a lack of quality going forward. I kept seeing like Van der Beek getting into some good spaces and um, behind like the midfield of of Brighton, but we just weren't giving him the ball. Like there's loads of times where he's running around with his hands out going like past him and we're just not giving it in. And then eventually obviously we um we had Pogba and Rashford coming on, didn't we? And we were just so much better when they came on in the second half. I think things started to click and they just couldn't deal with the fluidity in the midfield, could they so yeah, it was uh, it was a good result in the end, three 0 quite convincing. But the build up for that second goal was just unreal. I think the the one where Matt, Matt starts it off a little bit of interplay, ball into Van der Beek with a little flip round the corner, one Matt bottom corner, good finish. It was yeah, good goal that. Yeah, very, very so yeah, I think in summary, mate, good result. Yeah. Um, so Jan, I'll come to you. So with um, United yesterday, we made was it nine changes or ten? Yeah, 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 and. Um, Brighton themselves made um, eight or nine changes as well. I was when when looking at it, obviously we we did start McTominay and Fred in our midfield up compared to what it did on Saturday, and it was able for us to to get at Brighton. Now. Yeah, I think it should, it did, but I, I don't. I don't think we actually played that well as I don't. I think three 0 flattered us. I don't think we, we played that well in terms of the whole game. Obviously, like Tom said, when. Pogba and Rashford came on. Yeah, they, we got the goals, but before then it was just a, a, a one set piece, and there was nothing there. We didn't like we didn't create any ch- loads of key chances. Gallo had one, but you know what he's like. So, and they, they, they had the you know they, they had a few. They, they had the ball a lot, but they just, they just their final ball was shocking as well. So, but yeah, I just need to we need to relax a bit because they 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 changed their whole team as well. So it's not as if we're playing a full Brighton team. It's not like you know like, there might have been a couple of their players that normally play, but. Just, I just feel like we're, you know, like a bit, bit carried away with uh, the three 0 scoreline because I think it flattered us to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And um, John as well. Um, going looking into the squad as well. I think uh, we'll we'll discuss Grand Matter later on. But 
Um, Dean Henderson made an, a, a very important save, you know, um, when we was 1-0 up again. Um, obviously, his performance again, 70 minutes of having to do nothing and then being called upon. And then for us to go out, go the other end and actually score again. Uh, what do you think about not just Henderson's performance, but as Tom was mentioning, that the back five in um, obviously Delow, Baye, Lindelof, and uh, Brandon Williams? Uh, well, Henderson is not doing anything wrong. He's doing he's pushing, putting all the pressure on De Gea to keep the number one shirt. And in regard to the defence, everybody needs to play every Premier League game. There's just no doubt about it. He complements the defence so well. He's, he's He'll be there every time Maguire gets caught out of position. And he just doesn't look like he gets bullied off anybody. He's the one doing the bullying, which is what we need. Yeah, but, I, I agree with that. And I think he's very calm on the ball. He showed yesterday um, a few times. He can be a bit erratic when he's going into challenges and things like that. Or he does his scissor kicks when the ball's coming to him but when he is on the ball he, he seems to be very calm on it as well and I think yesterday he showed his performance of why he should be starting in that Manchester United team I like how you uh, you asked John about Dean Henderson yeah. and not Jenna uh, because yeah well I would have asked um, John Ack, but I felt like would have been here all day on him for one day jenna has got his shirt on mate what are you talking about I've got his shirt on he's in my ultimate team that's it now Jesus. So just to just to let the listeners know, um, it was um, Janak's birthday yesterday. So obviously, a happy birthday for Janak yesterday. Um, the, the big, the big. But as what we did for lad, uh, us lads, what we did for him is because we know how much of a Dean Anderson fan he is. We got him the Man United goalkeeping shirt with Dean Anderson on the back. So beautiful. I was, I was, I was Dean Anderson fan before the hype. By the way. Wow. <laughs> The, right. the most important part that you're missing out there, Dyson, is that me and John have now found out that we risked our lives delivering that shirt yesterday because yes, we did. Janet could potentially be COVID positive right now, which is lethal. Me and John could be dead. <laughs> but all because of Dean Anderson. All because of Dean Anderson. You know what I mean? If he, sa- if he saves a penalty in the Champions League final, it's worth it. I didn't, did. didn't realise he was signed for Bayern Munich, but you know. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. you got to, you got to back your hand off to get us there single-handedly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we, we discussed, um, obviously, Dean Anderson's performance there, but there's somebody who has, has gone gone really in the in the background of people's thoughts, but he's a, he's a wonderful player, and I think he still is at the age. I think he's a 33, one matter now. Yeah, he's getting on a bit, and he can't yeah. be far off. Getting on a bit, but see, I think a lot of fans were actually asking and well, wanting him to move on. Uh, but I think yesterday and obviously against Luton, he got another man in the match yesterday against Brighton. He's showing his quality. Is one matter really important to have around at this at Manchester United at the moment, Tom? Yeah, I think from, from he's an ultra professional, isn't he? and I think he's obviously clearly good to have around the club and stuff. Um, my worry is that. If you keep him too long, you're stopping other players from coming through and developing and getting game time, aren't you? That's the challenge, I suppose. It's just trading those bits off. And he's not on peanuts either, is he, one matter? He'll be on a lot of money, um, let's be honest. And I don't know whether or not we're getting the value out of matter at the moment for the amount of money we're probably paying for him. But 
And there's no doubt in his that he's, he's, a, he's a quality player and he has been for the club, to be fair. I think yesterday was his 50th goal for United, which is obviously a massive milestone. And personally, I just think it's a shame that he didn't join us a couple of seasons earlier. So I know he joined us under David Moyes, but imagine him under Fergie. So like, imagine if we signed one matter instead of Kagawa that season. Like, he'd be playing with the likes of potentially prime Rooney, prime Van Persie and stuff, Rio Vidic, Skulls, Carrick. It would have been unreal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but then even if um, even if but then sorry Matt Dyson, but right. even if like when we when we did sign him under David Moyes, like I know Moyes has come out in a couple of interviews and stuff, haven't he, afterwards, after he's been sacked saying that he was promised every man and his dog. But some of the players he was talking about, he said he's supposed to be signing Ronaldo, tried getting Fabregas, Cruz, Thiago, Bale and stuff. Imagine if we had one matter with some of them lot. Um, so I just feel a bit sorry for him because instead he got stuck with the likes of Fellaini and Herrera who were quite technically limited, weren't they? Yeah, especially with, with someone like Matt, who is a he's a he's, he's a technically gifted player. Um, John, as well, do you know with when you look at one matter, I think um, do you think he can have a, a big role in part to play not just within the team as being there as a, as a person for the play for the young players etc. But do you think he could have one last season in him for Manchester United, where if we're picking right and picking for the right moments, he can he can really be a difference for us. Yes, I do. But like like you said, then it's got he's got to be in the it's got to be the right games. It's got to be the right position. I would never play him wide right. I just I think it just deters us from attacking down there because he's always inside and like the right back. Just if it's one Basaka, he's not going to attack. If it's the low. You won't get back. It's got to be the right. It's got to be the right game, and you've got to play in central. So, like, if you're not going to play Fernandez, you're not going to play Van Beek. That's when you play him. When you play Van Beek a bit, a bit more lower down in the sort of central midfield, proper central midfield. That's what I do it, and he can he can influence the young players. He can do that. He can obviously he's not. You don't hear no stories about one matter. Obviously, trying to get any girls or doing stupid things because he's a professional he knows what he's doing so we can help in that way but like Tom said are you going to pay 150 grand a week for that probably not so he probably has got one this is probably his last week and then he'll move on back to Spain where he's probably more appreciated yeah no, no. obviously I, I, people's opinions on one matter are different I know um some people just think he's the right mode for United. Um, back back when he first joined, others think he was he was never the right mode. But he's a nice guy, so he, he never really got any grief. But football wise, football wise, as a technically like you said, as a technical technical football player, he's brilliant. But he's technically yeah. brilliant in the central position. He doesn't have the legs to play right wing. So why do you play him there? It's stupid. You're about, did you not see his pace yesterday when he was burning? What yeah. is it? Was it burning past Burn 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 um, year at Manchester United. I know we bought him in 2014, but he's like his seventh season. So, over them seven seasons, do you think he's he's played obviously really well for Manchester United? Do you think he's, he's underperformed at Manchester United, or do you think that we've just not got the best out of him of what what he can technically bring to the Man United squad? 
yeah, he's he's definitely underperformed. But and if you look at the people he played with at the start, like Tom, Tom said, like Fellaini and that, what do you expect really? He's not he's not going to get the stats that people like Fernandez and De Bruyne and all them are going to get. Are they with the people they're playing with? But yeah, if he, his time's come now. 150 grand a week for a blogger is too much now. It's too much. It's too much. Why? why is it, we're sentiment FC. That's why we'll do the same with De Gea. We'll keep him another three or four years for no reason. Henderson will just be sat playing. Carabao Cup 25p energy drink games, that's it. Yeah, for what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, but it's just a waste. The guy, the guy, Henderson's ready, he should be playing. Greenwood's ready, he should be playing. I'm sure there's people in the youth team that are, that people are hype up and they're worth a chance. I'd rather lose and play people like that than just play a 34 year old matter just tearing it up against Luton and Brighton's reserves. It doesn't mean anything, does it, really? I can't believe that people are still thinking that he should get a game for the, the, the proper, the main team, like just because I've off the back of two games against two rubbish teams, like it's no brain. He's, when he comes on against a good team, everyone's mourning because he, he can't do anything because he's not fast enough. He don't play counter attack. He can't do this. Can't do that. But when he plays against Luton, yeah. he's the he's the next he's the next best thing. Well, I leave one matter alone. I'm not yeah, having this. Hey, I'm not having that. Mate, well. I've unfollowed him about two years ago. He's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I put put some respect on his name, mate. He's the real old mad Joe. Forget this David Silver crap. Yeah, oh, mad Joe. Right. One matter. That's true. One, it, one, one. If you are listening to Late Night Reds podcast, um, it's only it's only one person who's a knobhead. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one view. I I think if you think. The youth players and things, they was on the pitch against um, Brighton yesterday. You had Jim at Tommy, you had... Um... Yeah, I mean like the ones that are in the youth team now. Oh, it, well, do you know what? must be a winger that's half-decent or, you know, like he deserves to play. Well, he's, he's, been, he's, been the, he's been the standout performer in two games. So I think you're doing him a bit of a... This, you know, he's really like putting a bad thing on in yeah, there. But, so, you know so what I mean? But nobody's saying that he should play. <laughs> Listen, Dyson, you're missing the point, mate. You're missing the point, Dyson. 150 grand a week for a fucking burger. Yeah. That's all I'd say. Best quarter at night, that. Yeah. Unfollowed him two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've unfollowed loads of them. After last night, I followed it, unfollowed a garland. You know what that, that took me a lot to do. Good psychology. Sick of seeing trees and music. I'm bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can the real Janet Patel please stand up? He's here, ladies and gentlemen. He's been conservative for the last couple of vlogs. This is what we have to put with every bleeding day. Wow. 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 So, wow. Yeah, wow. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. You know what I mean? Paul, one match. I'm going to buy a one match shirt for Christmas. We bought him when we were desperate with Moyes. He, he was past it then. No. No, no, no. no, he just he just come off a season anyway. He'd scored twenty goals or something. Yeah, he was Chelsea, just prime clown. He didn't play with. Where are you going tonight, Jack Patel? Has he been drinking? I can't <laughs> tell. Has he been drinking? Yeah, yeah. He's had his fruity ciders, and he? he's had a couple of fruity ciders. You got to remember though the good memories for one matter. Think about that over a one field, yeah. Or should I say one yeah. field, mate? Yeah, one field. That's the one, isn't it? You've got to think about all that type of stuff. He scored some big goals in big games, mate. Like, to 50 goals in United, that's no mean feat. Exactly. And uh, I Penalty agree. Merchant. I think this is probably his last season. But what do you think? Merchant. Don't forget, don't forget, he, got, he kept us in the FA Cup. Yeah. Well, it's one all. He scored one minute, one all. He, he wins FA Cup for us, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, played a, play, Plus played as well, a big you... part. 
You used to have a you used to have a one matter poster on the wall, John. Actually, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, I don't really want to sit here and start going in on the nicest guy in football and the greatest player in the Premier League. It's you one one one. It's you one one. I just can't do it. So we're gonna to have to move on. I just I can't believe it, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> Poor one matter has been unfollowed by you. He's he's, <laughs> he's devastated now. <laughs> 150 grand a week for a fucking blog that's a good comment I'll give you that right right. okay so something obviously there's four days left now of the transfer window and I think while the days go by we are getting as fans more and more and more and more either angry a bit confused and now thinking are we actually going to get anybody so we'll start with you Tom What's what? what is going on what is going on? Ah, it's badness, mate. To be to be fair, like like I said last time, now we'll be kind of we last met up. I think it was a weekend, wasn't it? After, after the other Brighton game, I I was expecting like just a, a sudden surge of signings. To be honest with you, this week, and I'm just disappointed that no one's come in yet. So we're fanning about with that tellers deal, aren't yeah. we? I, I read somewhere that we we tried signing him for eleven million, and Porto want twenty five. What are we offering eleven mil for? Yeah. So you've got that bit, and then we also had rumours flying around, didn't you? Like your Joviches, your Cavani's, and stuff. And you think, bloody hell, we could be in, in the place where we were with Van Gaal when we got Di Maria, Schweinsteiger, Falcao, and all of them lot coming through the door. But it's Friday tomorrow. It's Friday, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's letting out uh, the car. He definitely, he definitely has been yeah. drinking. <laughs> But it's, it's Friday tomorrow, and we've not fucking signed anyone. And it's not—it's not very often that teams sign players over a weekend either, is it? So I genuinely think it's going to be like a deadline day rush, and I feel like we're going to get to space where we're probably going to be panic buying on last day at transfer window. Exactly, I think that's correct. And obviously, I'll come to you, John, as well. Um, some of the names out, um, I think you were saying then: Tom, Sancho, Tellis, Jovic, Cavani. Good, obviously, good names on there as well. A lot of them, which would absolutely bolster our our team and give us a lot to go going forward as well. Especially with the crossing of Tellez, Sancho as well. But someone that I've not brought up yet is Dembele. Um, if we don't get Sancho, do you think Dembele is a good, a good, um, a good, a good one to go for? On one condition, and it would be a loan with no option to buy. But that will not happen. So you, he's, he's talking like a loan, and then wait for a year, then get Sancho. Pay, or he just yeah. If we pay, if we get, a, if we can't get Sancho, which obviously doesn't look like it's happening, because we won't pay the fee. And you want you want to buy a right winger, and he's available on loan. You take him on loan. You don't you don't buy him. What? Well, why would you not want an option to buy him? What if he what if he comes in and he's absolutely nah. shit out and he has the season of his life and then all of a sudden by someone like nah thanks mate we'll have him back. <laughs> Why would you not want but what if you to get, buy but him? But what if you get Sancho next season? You don't buy him. It's an option, isn't it? I don't understand why you want the option. No, to not buy. no, sorry, not the option to buy. Uh, obligation to buy. So they get after a certain amount of games. Sorry, yeah. Fair after a certain amount of games, they say you got to buy him. That makes. You know sense. what I mean? An option, yeah, fair enough. But not an obligation to buy. Like or or even if they want a buyback clause, you know what I mean? Things like that. If you're going to do that, it's a straight buy from us. Loan with an option to buy, like Tom said, but not an obligation to buy. Because then, obviously, then your options are open, and that you can do whatever you want. Yeah, 
No, yeah, that's. I think that's that's a perfectly good point. I think um, we I'm are. Sure yeah, we, are, we are desperate to go for someone on that right hand side. We we're showing our we're showing our hand here, and we have been doing all summer that we're desperate to fill that right hand side with trying to bring in Sancho. And if that's not happening, then whoever we go for, I think we're going to try and pull our pants down anyway. I think Tom's right with that as well. We're going to become desperate and start panic buying. So, John, we're looking at it. We can actually get somebody on a free who I mentioned then. Obviously, we, we know our centre-backs. We need probably that needs strengthening at all. But no, we've got no rumours for a centre-back at this moment in time. What would you say about Cavani coming in and doing a job for a few years? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right, the guy, he's going to come in on about £5 million a week. Just run back. <laughs> There's no point. We did the same mistake with Dean Maria and Falcao and that. You just, you just I made £5 a week for that. He'll want an absolute bomb of money. He'll moan that he's not playing and all this stuff. He'll mean that Marseille will have to not play or play on the wing and stuff. He just goes against everything that we've been trying to build last few last few windows. And He's not. He doesn't really want to come to us. It's just because we're giving the most money out of people that are stupid enough to have him. So uh, that's not the right type of person that we're, we're mourning when people, you know, when we, we sign people that don't want to be there. Like same with that Dembele. I don't. I don't see him pushing to sign for us. So why why are we, why are we bothering with it? Even Sancho, I, I thought he's, I thought he put a transfer request in. He seems to be all right if he stays at Dortmund. Yeah, I've heard that he's, he he don't mind if he stays at Dortmund, but he, he don't mind if he goes to United. I thought that off then. What, 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 that's the type of person that we don't want. The whole point is we don't need him. We got Bruno, one matter. Bruno, he, he wanted to come. He, he said he wanted to come at United. That was it. So and then then we got a surprise, surprise. We got him because Sporting thought shit. He's going to go anywhere, so we might as well get the most money out of him now. I don't see Sancho pushing for anything. Oh, yeah. It's getting late now. Like you, you think that in the last couple of weeks, you'd be like, oh, well, so look at what um, Timo Werner did at Chelsea. He stopped playing for. Leipzig so that he could go and get ready for the season with Chelsea that's what you want someone like that yeah but you don't know what's going on or what no, no, actually, yeah, I still think we'll get him because I, I do think we'll get him now because why, why are we getting rid of Pereira and Small and all that where's all that money going to go I know people say oh yeah Glazer's going to take it but we're going to get one per- I think we'll get one person and it's got, it's got to be him hasn't it because if, we, if we're not getting Sancho then why are we just Leave that and just get up and Mancano. We we need more than probably more than Sancho anyway. And just say right, here's sixty five million because even though you only want like forty next year, whatever it is, we need that bad that we might as well spend the money on something that we can sort out now than wait a year. Yeah, but is that everyone keeps talking about up and Mancano? But is up and Mancano currently better than a fully fit Eric Bailly? Yeah, I'm no. not convinced. Bailly's had two good games against do. I'm not convinced, mate. Fully, mate. No, not fully. No, Bayern's had a good game against loads of Premier League teams. He just can't keep fit. Just can't keep fit. Yeah. When Bayern first came up for a season, he was our best centre back. He was unreal, wasn't he? He was not what to pick from, though, was he? But he's still not what to pick from now. Even if you're buying someone. So the only person everybody's mentioned is up from Mancano. Yeah, because a couple of people have seen him on YouTube. He's fast. He's, 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 he's fast. Yeah, he's fucking hell. He's fast on he's fast yeah. on FIFA and he's got on YouTube. Let's get him signed. What, what are his reactions like? <laughs> oh, he's got a mint reaction, trust me. <laughs> he's five foot six. Some, isn't someone like <laughs> I there's not many fast centre backs out there, is there? Yeah, card over too. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't think there's any value in the market for centre backs at the moment. Oh, All right, Fergie. Bloody hell. No, I generally don't. I think 
Look at what City look at what City have just done. City have just paid sixty million for that Ruben Diaz. Portuguese fridge. Yeah, sixty mil for a Portuguese fridge. <laughs> okay, Do you know what I mean? So when he, when they get it wrong again, fifty million for John Stones, you know. They're different. They've got ridiculous oil money. It doesn't matter to them, does it? He doesn't know. I'm not on about the money. I'm on a, on the money that they've got. I'm on about the money that they've spent to try and get a good centre half in. We've we've got a centre half. We've gone and got obviously Maguire for eighty million. I I personally like Maguire. I think he's um I think you're gonna get good good performances out of him. You probably get a few bad ones, just like any we've defender. Get we've got one clean sheet this season. Yeah, it's because that clown in there. But he played for. I know, yeah. But the last kept, he's kept the two clean sheets, John. Yeah, but who's he played? He's played oh, fucking Luton and Brighton. Well, no, it's not, is it? Because you, you're just changing the fucking rules, isn't it? <laughs> you can't talk about up for playing well against Luton. You're just staying the pot. Yeah, but you talked and one matter down for ages. Yeah, and you you also talk by you down because it's someone's shit, and then you just talk and this and all. Which is what I do. I just sit there, stir the pot. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, I was just saying, like, I don't think there's any any value in the market for centre half. Centre half. Centre half. I don't think I, I don't think centre backs are priority, mate. I think we desperately need to strengthen in them forward positions. Look at them three you played yesterday. Uh, when was it? Not even oh, yesterday, Tom. was it? A guy who was a cool hero, man. Of course, a guy who was a great back club. So, what would you have? Rag one master taking on Jinnah Grand a week or a guy who taking on Jinnah Grand a week? Neither of them. Who? Yeah. We've got a we've got a fucking blogger and a passion merchant. Get on fucking go. Anyway, um, yes, yeah, so I, I think, like I said, you look at them three. You look at Matter. You look at Dan James. You look at Igarlo. Suddenly, if you bring in Sancho, you replace one of them three with Greenwood in that team, and you maybe maybe you take fucking Igarlo out and you play Greenwood. You bring in a Jovic. You take maybe Dan James or Matter out. Do you know what I mean? And you, you, you drop someone else like a Martial or something. It's that type of stuff we need now. We need to just. We've got some good strength in depth in defence. We've got good strength in depth in midfield. We need some more attacking players because if someone like Rashford or Martial gets injured and we have to bleed up to Igalo and Dan James to come in and do a job, yeah. we're fucked. Then we've got no chance. Yeah. They can't score in the brothel. <laughs> no, you're you're right, and I think um, back in the last season. So I want to tell you. Um, Manchester United kept nine clean sheets in fourteen um, the last fourteen Premier League games. So, yeah, fuck off, Jack. Yeah, so, <laughs> that was Maguire and Lindelof. You know that the, the next Chuckle Brothers. Didn't we have the easiest running out of everyone? Oh, here we go. Talk us down. If you didn't know, you if you didn't podcast, if you didn't know, Henderson, I can't yeah. <laughs> Is he a City fan? Henderson, Sorry. Sorry. I'm not Sentiment FC, that's why. Oh, here we go. Sentiment FC. Get your handbag out. (laughs) Sentiment FC. Right, anyway, let's move on from the transfers and basically just just give an overall what we're going to think. So, Tom, next four days, what do you think? think? One player, two player, three player, four? Six. (laughs) Nice one. One potato, two potato. Uh, What about you, John? Uh, two. Two players. And John? Zero. 
Tyrell. Yeah, I was, I was about to copy you, mate. I just knew what was going to come. <laughs> so we're going to be stuck with one matter. We're going to be stuck with Agarlo. And yeah, we're going, and you're going to unfollow half of the team on Twitter. Yeah, I know something. Yeah, but yeah, lovely. Right, we'll wrap that one up there then. Yeah, we'll enjoy it. We're, go, we're going to have to go and calm down. I'm going to have to sit. I'm going to have to go in there and pray for one matter tonight. I'm not coming on another one of these with Jan Axon. Hey, you know, it's ba- you know it's bad when I'm I'm not following Lindelof, but I'm following his wife. <laughs> Jesus, how do how do how do like his wife? It's just Lindelof dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Hopefully, Chloe's listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. you're in you're you're in the you're in the DD tonight. It's more interesting than watching him play. Yeah. It was yesterday as well. Yeah, yeah. Chloe, if you're listening, go on to Janet's Instagram, click on his likes, you'll find you find out everything. Yeah. We, we, me and Tom apologised for yesterday. <laughs> right, right, lads. Right, no worries. Well, well, thank you very much for joining us on this One Matter Hate podcast and uh, Man United Hate podcast. It's been it's been a good one. <laughs> United, United. <laughs> right, to the bit. Right. His time's come now. 150 grand a week for a blogger is too much now. Thank <laughs> you.